0: A high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers is a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! Seven ten at the 21, Wimpsett hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner, left 20, 15, comes at 10. Benunga down near the line! Making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Yeah! Oh! To go. Oh it's game day for Rutgers basketball. Huge opportunity Wednesday night at the rack. 8:30 tip on BTN Live. Jason Horowitz and uh, Sean Morris on the call for BTN and Rutgers hosting Penn State. They've beaten the Nittany Lions three games in a row and they come into the game losing five of seven. Rutgers, as we know, is currently, uh, well, they're not technically in last place in the Big Ten because Michigan now is two and eight. Rutgers is two and six. They've played the least amount of conference games of anyone. Uh, but they've played the most difficult schedule so far uh, per Ken Palm and also Bartorvic. And I do think that that's been partly why they've struggled. Now, we know offensively they have been very Very poor in terms of shooting the basketball. They've done a much better job of rebounding lately and taking advantage of offensive rebounds and getting them and then taking advantage of them with second-chance points. But uh, the shooting has really struggled. The saving grace of this team has been the defense, uh, and I still think there's room for improvement there. Uh, But I know that uh, I'm just going to say, you know, that tonight is the opportunity to start a real run for this team to get back into the mix, to finish in the middle of the pack at this conference, I, I think the opportunity, the path is there. Uh, it's not me saying this in blind faith and, and and ridiculous optimism. You know, I think that there's certain things based on, on, on the defensive identity of this team, based on their ability to rebound. Uh, for the most part in this conference, has been very encouraging after a very poor effort non-conference-wise. They're a much better rebounding team right now. Part of that is uh, the play of uh, Mouat Mag being there. Uh, but overall, just I think everyone is is doing a better job on the court. I think the fact that um, you're seeing signs of an offensive identity in terms of them sharing the basketball. Um, I'm encouraged by some of the players that are kind of stepping up and playing with more confidence. Uh, and, and obviously the product of, of the schedule, right, in terms of of who they have left now, who they've played. um and, and just in terms of, I think, Paykel's ability to keep this roster together. And I think that that has been evident. Um, I think that, you know, you're coming off of Sunday's game against Purdue. Uh, it was a tough loss. It was a really strong effort by Rutgers. They obviously did not execute well enough to win. Um, they need to be able to package that up and deliver a strong performance tonight. This is a battle of... Uh, Worst offense versus worst defense in the Big Ten. Rutgers having the least efficient offense. Penn State having the least efficient defense. Penn State has some injury issues. Let's get into what Penn State is right now. Um, your best player, Kanye Clary, uh, leads them in scoring 18.4 points uh, and uh, shooting You know, 47%, 82%, 83% from the foul line, almost 38% from three. Uh, he is a high-volume guard. That is a problem. And he's day-to-day. He uh, left the game uh, the other night and uh, head coach Mike Rhodes listed him as day-to-day. He said, leave it at that. Uh, seems like it's more than day-to-day, but, you know, he obviously could play today. If he does play today, I-, I think it's fair to probably think that he's not 100%. He'll probably be listed as questionable on the injury report or the availability report. Just, uh, But, uh, you know, he could play. But at any rate, he's not going to be 100%. Um, and, you know, Nick Kern Jr. is, is going to play. He, uh, he was going through some stuff as well. So a little bit of health issues to them. East Baldwin Jr. is uh, the transfer from Vanderbilt. He came with the uh, uh, – excuse me. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good player. Uh, he's been their second leading scorer. He's their top assistant. He's their point guard. But Penn State overall, in terms of their resume, um, you know, their best win was at home against Wisconsin, who was in first place in the Big Ten. That was a huge win. Uh, they come from behind there. They won by four. But on the road, uh, in conference play, they're 0-4 with an average uh, average margin of defeat over 16 points per game. So they, uh, they lost in overtime against Maryland in December, uh, back when Maryland was not playing very well. Uh, they got blown out at Michigan State, lost by 31. They lost by 17 at Purdue. And they lost by 12 at Ohio State. Uh, They just lost at home to Minnesota by nine points this past Saturday. Uh, So this is a real opportunity Um, in terms of their offensive and defensive efficiency. They're in the sub 100 and both nationally. Um, They are very good at not turning the ball over. So that's obviously going to be a matchup there. Rutgers is very good at turning teams over. Uh, uh, On the flip side, Penn State is also very good at turning teams over. They're 45th nationally in terms of offensive turnover rate, so they don't give it up much, and they're 21st nationally in defensive turnover rate in terms of turning teams over. Uh, They uh, are not a good rebounding team whatsoever on either end of the floor in terms of grabbing offensive rebounds and also preventing uh, and getting defensive rebounds and keeping teams off the offensive glass. Major opportunity for Rutgers to take advantage of that. They've really, uh, you know, that's how they stayed in the Purdue game. They had a 15, point, uh, 15 to two edge in second chance points. Now, you know, in terms of having an offensive rebounding edge, I think it was fifteen to five in that game. That is a product of missed shots, right? And I was, I meant to say this in my recap, and I didn't, uh, in my rapid reaction or reaction, whatever it was. Um, you know, they got nineteen more shots than Purdue in that game. Purdue doesn't win that game if they don't shoot as accurate as they did. They show, shot pretty much fifty percent. It was like forty nine percent. Um, limiting them to that few shots, they, you know, it's a credit to Purdue for, for being as efficient as they were, but that is a positive sign for Rutgers. If they can limit teams to one shot possessions and force them to have to be highly efficient to score, that's, that's going to be a positive. Now that you go into this more manageable part of the schedule, the rest of the way, um, that that's that's something that they have to keep up. They can do that against Purdue. That's a big takeaway. Um, you know, if they can do that tonight, they can limit Penn State to one shot possessions, keep them off the offensive glass, get on the offensive glass on the other end. That's going to be a huge advantage. Obviously, they can't turn the ball over. You know, Penn State presses as well, so both teams are going to press in this game. I would imagine uh, that's going to be interesting. You know, they say team. You know, the old adage is teams that like to press don't like to be pressed themselves. Uh, So guard play, I mean, it's no secret guard play is going to be big in this game. I think, you know, Derek Simpson, this is a game Rutgers needs him to be, you know, a -A grade Derek Simpson, the way he was against Nebraska. He was phenomenal. Um, He's just been inconsistent, you know, and that's, uh, that's just the truth. And if he can play with confidence tonight, if he can play with purpose, uh, if he could be a facilitator, that's what they need. Um, You know, in terms of the bench, you know, Michael Davis, Noah Fernandes. They need to provide energy. They need to, to play with focus. Uh, I think they both have the ability to drive in this game. Derek Simpson as well. Penn State is not good with two point defense. Uh, they uh, are allowing opponents, yeah, to shoot 53.2%, two point range, that's 289th nationally. They have a very low block rate as well, 243rd nationally. Um, so, you know, they have uh, Kudis uh, Wahab uh, inside um other than that they don't have much of a, a post presence a rim defender uh if they can get him into foul trouble they can get him off the floor Penn State is very vulnerable inside uh Rutgers we know has not been proficient from two-point range uh, at all <laughs> um they're shooting very poorly from two-point range Rutgers is shooting just 43.6 percent from two-point range three hundred fifty first nationally they're last in the Big Ten shooting 39.7 percent from two-point range this is a game where that should improve. Um, they have to be smart. This is a game, uh, Penn State, let's see, they allow um, in terms of uh, assists, yeah, they're 240th nationally in terms of assists, uh, 321st nationally. Teams are getting assists on 57% of their made baskets. That's, you know, a lot. So Rutgers has a share of the basketball. You know, ball reversals, penetration, kickouts, uh, looking for Cliff in space, uh, I, the high ball screen. You know, I was encouraged by how much they were screening off the ball, particularly for Gavin against Purdue. I, I want to see Gavin be aggressive again, you know, and, and I think you will because I think that Rutgers is making their priority. I think Michael is making it a priority to get Gavin involved offensively. And you got to you gotta get your shooters involved early. You know, Rutgers has struggled massively out of the game. And I think part of it is shot selection. And they just have to show more patience in the beginning of games. I think they get a little amped up. Uh, it's it's helped them, I think, a little bit on the defensive end. But I think they have to play within themselves. And they have to execute the game plan from the opening tip. You know, they need to attack Penn State strategically. Um, I think, you know, uh, if they can move the basketball, move without the basketball, and, and, and find gaps to attack the rim, they can get good shots. They got to make them, of course. But... Um, you know they can't settle for long twos they can't settle for just kind of forced threes in this game threes within the flow of the offense fine take them uh but you know this is i mean in terms of how noah can get uh you know mid-range shots and get to the rim the way J. michael davis is able to get to the rim those guys need to get to the rim in this game you know penn state fouls a lot as well uh so this is a game rookers has to get to the foul line and they have to take advantage um you have to get your free throw shooters to the line you got to get Andre Hyatt, Derek Simpson, Noah Fernandes to the foul line. You can take advantage of that in this game. Um, There's a clear path to victory in this game. Rutgers has to be poised, of course, uh, and stay within themselves. I think that uh, in terms of um, what this game presents for them, is an opportunity to get right, you know. To, to I think one X factor here, you know, Pyke has talked about it for a while now, about Emmanuel Agyei and um, Jeremiah Williams potentially getting cleared in terms of just their availability. I mean, he's been saying it for a while. He's kind of back. He hasn't said too much in the last week. i Haven't been particularly optimistic. I, I, I mean, I, I think it's clear Agyei will be cleared would be ready to go. I mean, he's suited up and been in warm-ups last few games. So, you know, listen, if he could play a little bit, that could be a little bit of a lift. Jeremiah Williams is an unknown. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, if he's able to play, that would be a huge emotional lift for this team and also on the court. So I think I'm impressed with how this team is stuck together and the effort they played with. And I think now that they've gotten through the hard part of the schedule, tonight is an opportunity to go out there and just play. And if they can play to their – You know, not even to their best, but if they can just play together, stay connected, give the effort they're capable of giving, they're going to win this game. Uh, They're projected to win by five by Ken Palm. They are 68 percent, you know, 68 percent expected to win this game. Uh, Let's see what else Penn State does well. They shoot relatively well from two point range. I mean, not great, but not terrible. Fifty one point eight percent. 121st nationally they're not a good three-point shooting team just 31 percent, almost 300th nationally i said uh they're not a good rebounded team just in terms of uh where they are conference wise you know penn state is a 10th uh is 10th offensively uh rutgers is uh 14th in terms of defense rutgers is fourth penn state is uh well now now they're 12th after last night um but they uh they have the highest turnover rate in terms of defense so they're forcing turnovers so if Rutgers can limit turnovers limit them to one-shot possessions despite their inefficiency on the offensive end their ability to get to the line their ability to rebound and get second chance opportunities on offensive rebounds they're going to be in position to win this game and their ability to hit free throws down the stretch with hyatt fernandes and simpson is going to be an advantage. I really think that you know the maturity of this team is going to have to show out tonight. The leadership of this team is going to have to show out tonight, uh, and, and, and this is this is a moment. You know, this is really a must-win for them. If they want to get off in that, if they want to really make this season something, it's got to start tonight. And there's a clear path to making a run now. You have this game tonight against Penn State. You're at Michigan on Saturday. That is a huge opportunity to go 2-0 this week. And I know they only have to worry about this game, but the point is, as fans, we can look at it. If you can go 2-0 this week, you finish the first half of the schedule, 4-6, and not great, not what you want, not a disaster. And then you're at Maryland on Tuesday. This is the first of three games in the next seven days. Rutgers can really make a run here. Then you have Wisconsin at home after that. Not an easy game. Then, But listen, Wisconsin's vulnerable on the road. Rutgers is going to play tough. They're the best offensive team they have in the next six games. Uh, Then you have Northwestern at home, and then you're at Minnesota. Those are six games now in the next six six games that, you know, it's not impossible. All those games are winnable. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win all of them, but if Rutgers can just start to build some uh, confidence, cohesiveness in offense, if they can develop more of an identity – You know, if Gavin can look for a shot, if Noah can look for a shot, these shots are going to start falling if they're taking them within purpose, within the flow of the offense. Again, they've done – at times they do. Too many times they don't. Too many times they settle for long twos. That can't happen tonight. Penn State is vulnerable inside. They are not a good defensive team. This is an opportunity for Rutgers to to get some some flow going and some confidence going with a shot. And I really – expect them to play well tonight i think the rat crowd will be there in full support the rat crowd has been tremendous all year and this is a this is this is a game that is for the taking and Rutgers has to seize the moment and go out there and i'll play penn state set the tone physicality you know in terms of uh just the, their their mindset uh and playing together the bench needs to give them a lift everyone's got to contribute in this game cliff i think can dominate in this game This is just a game that Rutgers has every opportunity to take advantage of uh if they play to their capabilities defensively if they can rebound and if they can limit turnovers uh this is a game that they should win and uh i you know i'm just gonna say i i i could be wrong of course but i i think that gavin griffiths is going to have a breakout game tonight i think the the looks he was getting against purdue he's going to have a little bit of a size advantage on the wing tonight uh, I, I think that if they can get him off of pin down screens, get him open looks, I think he's going to start to hit some shots. I think this is the game he breaks out. I think last game you started to see him playing with more confidence. He was smiling out there. I think this is the game he, he delivers in double digits, digits, maybe a little bit of a heat check game for Gavin Griffiths. Um, and I think this is a game that can really start something meaningful for Rutgers. I really do. Uh, it's not a pipe dream. Uh, it's based on this def- uh, their ability to defend, their ability to rebound. Um, if they can just play smarter offensively, um, if they're able to get some guys back here. If Jeremiah Williams does get cleared at any time in the next week or two, that'll be a huge boost for this team. So let's see what happens. Uh, excited about tonight. It's a great opportunity. And uh, I'll be back with the full uh, rapid reaction after the game. Elite tip, 8.30 p.m. Drink that extra cup of coffee, and uh, we'll see what happens. Thanks so much for listening once again.